Blog Talk Radio. What's going on, everyone? This is Joe, and this is the Millennial Third Eye. And we are currently live randomly, this time in the car with my father. And uh, I had a great epiphany. I said, you know what? Instead of just kind of being the normal self, why don't we just, like, talk on, do a podcast about, do you remember this about me or a kid or whatever it is we go to and kind of bounce it off of each other. You want to say hi? Hello, everybody. How you doing? What's your name? Anthony. Anthony. Where are you from? Queens. Part of Queens. So, and also it's a, it's a cool moment. I haven't done a podcast with my dad before, and hopefully this doesn't sound um, weird on your end with this uh, sort of standing noise. So we did a test. This can be all right. So I guess where do we start with that? Well, the first thing I thought about for the topic and where it came from kind of really quick was as a kid, I don't know exactly how old it was. You played Motown in the bar all the time. And I had the CD, the Walkman, and the cassette tapes. That was the days of when the kids were cool. We were cool and had our own music. And then it got louder. Remember I uh, played it too loud? We still heard mine and tried to listen to your music. But even on your headphones. Yeah, I had the big one too. Of course I did. But the most time music, I, I didn't really appreciate it, but I wound up realizing later on that I actually enjoyed it more than I thought I would instead of being in the car. And I found that interesting because it's not just that. I, I actually, so this is life. Things that were about you or you have shown me or you like that I wound up liking are also a part of you as my dad. So there's, it's kind of, it plays a part in my life. So it's, it's interesting to think back now that I didn't appreciate it, but now I appreciate it more than just the music. But where did, um, does that Motown bring you anywhere for music? Motown keeps you young. It keeps you young. I like that. Motown is, Motown's great. I mean, you can listen to Motown all day long. It's not like listening to the country. You can buy it a country, you can buy it a rock, but both times you can listen to all day long. I, um, I have, a, it depends on my mood, though. It depends on my mood, but anything really too much of, I can't, or I don't really enjoy. But what do you remember as a kid that you wound up enjoying later on, but you didn't like uh, earlier? Anything. Where does that take you? Food. Food. Is that why you so you did the so you did the pizzeria as a kid and I always wanted to have a pizzeria. Well, give them your background because I know who you are, obviously. But what did what did you do as um, for work and then later on you did the pizzeria? But what made you get there? I was a roofer when I was young. Oh really? I, yeah, I knew that I didn't want to do that the rest of my life. Okay, so you quickly was. And in my neighborhood, there was this uh, factory that used to make displays for trade shows. Right. I was really interested in that. So I, I got a job in there when I was a kid. And that's how I got my YouTube card as a carpenter. My father was a mechanic. And, uh, you know, I, I didn't want to be a mechanic. I didn't want to get dirty. Right. So I worked with sawdust and wood. It was really... Somewhere, but different. It's easier. <laughs> You don't get dirty. 
So the food part, you had split. I know when, around the time you did it, but what made you... Well, I always wanted to have a pizzeria when I was a kid. Right. You know, uh, the reason why we got one was because uh, the cabinet business died out in the early 90s, and we had to work for a while, so I bought a pizzeria. Stay busy. So successful. And we were good, you know, for six years. Well, so and then the good. economy got better. So uh, I went back into the cabinet business and still doing it now. So you did that, but so when you said you were a kid and you always wanted to a, a pizzeria, what do you remember specifically? Do you remember a moment you saw something or you had, that's what I want? What was, what was it about the pizzeria that intrigued you? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what triggered me. But, uh, maybe because I like pizza, but... Was it like a moment with, with no, the family? No, it was just a thought I always had. That, well, maybe I had a thought that I was going to have a pizzeria. I don't know, but... Uh-huh. But, uh, you know, we wound up... I wanted a small pizzeria. We wound up buying a big place <laughs> that was actually, you know, more like a restaurant. Yeah, it was. But, uh, you know, it worked. We did, we did a lot of work, a lot more work than I expected it to be. So what I remember, well, for, let me first say that I remember a lot of memories as a kid being around the pizzeria because it was you had to be there. But actually, I don't remember thinking that I was stuck there. I wanted to. I remember calling you from home and saying, like, I want to order a pizza. And I would joke with the guy who was there. And he's like, okay. I said, no, is my dad there? Well, I remember asking you, you used to take me to Ground Round, like, every Tuesday, was it, Thursday? We used to, I used to spend uh, one day a week with you. I think it was every Tuesday. Yeah. I would take off and spend the whole day with you. So I, I thought about it not too long ago. I always remembered that. I remember a lot of, like, it was good times. But I actually didn't know why we did that every Tuesday. And well, you told me... Slow day, but the real reason why you did that, and then I didn't realize until I asked you what a couple of years ago. I was like, "Well, why are we doing Tuesdays?" The real, do you remember that? What was the answer to that? You want, you want to make sure you spend time with me. Yeah, I want to spend time with you. And I, you did, did, did. That makes a lot of um, sense because I was happy and I remember doing that with you. So there was that, and I didn't mind it as a kid. Just played a part in my life more than just your life with the pizzeria and money, but. <laughs> So growing up in a in an Italian pizzeria and restaurant, and you know I wasn't there all the time, but when I was there and I couldn't leave, uh, there were such things as timeout. Timeout existed at that time, and dry storage like Pepsi bottles. Timeout in the back room, the storage room. I wasn't. I was just a pain in the butt. So I remember that. I remember my birthdays there, but that actually went up. Not being something I remember as thinking I didn't want to be there, I didn't like it. It brought me to another reason for food why I went to go cook. And it played a part in um, graduation. I went to Dutchess uh, Community College first. I thought I wanted to be that. It played a part in things I liked, but I realized cooking at that time, it still is, made more sense because I always loved food and cooking and wanted to cook. On top of that, the family tradition. It was kind of interesting. The holidays, the holidays, as time went by, and you felt that people and things changed, and who, who was with us 
who is no longer with us, whether it be family that passed on, and things are just not the same anymore. But it also makes it more of the reason to continue that purpose, like feed into it. And I found out culinary is more than just cooking. It was the uh, passion from family and traditions and the pizzeria, what I was around, without even knowing. Kind of being, oh, we were always cooking, eating before the restaurant and after the restaurant. Oh, we, uh, we always had parties, big family things, always, always cooking. So, at that time, when you say that, I personally didn't really realize until later on, but we're all grateful for certain things, whether we have that accessible or we can't do it, but the fact of the matter is what we have, we don't have of time in different situations, I started to become more grateful of what we didn't have, but the reason family and what's still there versus what's not there and so it makes a big part in who we become but I remember Papa at Thanksgiving he's the only one sit down and he started eating and said Papa what are you doing don't eat don't Papa eat yet Papa would sit and start eating before all the food was on the table so, okay okay I'll wait I'll wait but what else I feel like recently it's just the, just the past couple of years, but I believe and feel honestly that traditions are going to come back stronger, but I experience and what I think for us. But yeah, you know, so I remember you sharing. I think this is a funny story. I think you just talked about it. The story with the plane and the van. Just the guy, the guy gave you a hard time. If not, you don't have to talk about it. Oh, we should talk about those kind of stories. That was funny, though. It's not a bad story. What else? Well, what do you think about memory-wise that comes to mind versus now? Who you're, who, you're, who you are now versus who you were as a, as a kid? I'm a grown-up now. <laughs> Responsibilities. A lot of stuff changes. We all, yeah, we evolved. No, I don't think it's time or years to just change to constantly grow. But what else do I remember as a kid that played a part? I mean, you were always there for me. Do you know what you said once? That's the best thing, one of the best things you share with me. You asked me, I think, at like 13 or 12, you said, who's your best friend? Oh, I wrote, you'll, you'll give a story after that, you should share. And I said, I don't know, a lot of my friend Elijah. He said, no, I mean, who's your best friend? I was like, I don't know what you mean. And you actually said, I'm your best friend. You forgot about that a couple times. But that never changed. That never changed. I used to ask you that all the time. That never changed. And I became my, uh, my best friend, my financial advisor. When you were a baby... I used to tell you, remember, I'm your best friend. I'm always going to be your best friend. And then he said, don't, don't mess up. Is that, is that as a baby? So tell it with the story about um, when we used to go out and have lunch, when I said that, I'd say, I said, hey, how old, oh, how yeah, old was I? Uh, we were out for dinner one of those Tuesday nights. And 
bunch of girls. There was three girls sitting on another table. And he said, hey, come on over here and meet my best friend, Daddy. I don't fully remember, but clearly had personality then. Got a different personality now. But it's interesting how what I remember, what was funny, what played a part in life, music, food, our tradition for lobster, and uh, the seafood for, for Christmas Eve. You started it. Seven fishes. We would eat for eight hours. No matter what time we started, we always, and I tried to cut it and start later, but we would still eat for eight hours. So, how do I explain that? Obviously, as we get older, we start to realize what the true gifts in life are. It's not about what gifts they're purchased for us. So as traditions changed, I was like really more excited and ready for the food that was there. I would I would actually eat more of the fried calamari in the morning. It was so good. It was those little fresh fried calamari. I wouldn't. I don't prefer leftovers. I, I'm a plain plate club person, but when it was really good, there was more. I didn't care if it was breakfast, what time of day. I, I went. I want more. Sometimes the leftovers taste better. Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes it doesn't matter. It's that good. It's just And then what else am I thinking about? Other than traditions. So those those things that were important, because you started it, and it wasn't a tradition that was really maybe a little bit still. Well, I didn't start it. I mean, that's something that, you know, hands down. Tony used to do it. And then, you know, we got married and, and had the house, and I told her to stop doing it. We'll, we'll do it at the house. So we started doing it. Well, really what I meant was seeing uh, you go to the market, the actual fish market. Oh. Because that really was a... Well, I started doing that when I owned the restaurant. I was going to the fish market. And then oh, I yeah. just figured, you know, we'll go to the fish market for the holidays, too. Why, you know, why not? So thinking about it, when I went into culinary and I graduated and I started working, I thought about things more and more after I graduated. I said, wow, this is, that played more of a, not just a tradition, but a, a memorable moment. Memorable time. Does that play? Now we don't have to do that because we got stores that have everything right near us. But I really, I actually want to do that. It's like a trip. And it's not just a moment of going. Like that movie, Burnt. You remember the movie, Burnt? Uh, he's, uh, what, what's his name? He's a chef. And oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I see him. He's in uh, the fish market. He disappeared. They found him. Like, the girl goes to look for him. She's like, I knew you were going to be here. But it's that moment of, you understand the smell, what it felt like, what the you observed. And while well, the atmosphere in the old in the old fish market in uh, Fulton Street in Manhattan, that was the best. That was the best. Now it's moved to uh, the Bronx. It's indoors now. It's different. And this is a lot, honestly, I'm realizing, I probably realized this before already, but me and you have a lot of food memories, which is still, in culinary school, that was something that you would talk about and kind of focus on. We went to get oysters and food at um, Arthur Avenue and then go to the Yankee Stadium. 
Or the other thing, too, I remember now is we would get sandwiches and then go to Yankee Stadium. Yeah. My first beer was with you before Yankee Stadium. Yeah. That was fun. First of all, good times were always around food. Yeah. Good food and good friends, good people. Good people, even, and that's the thing as I was talking about before, not to really consider thinking about any situation of the person that changed or maybe you guys don't talk anymore, family. It's more or less what they were, who we are in moments, even though, you know, I'm not saying family necessarily, just appreciation of any situation to look back on and to think and remember and how it's playing a part in your life. And we're talking about this topic only because it's interesting. We're in the car together. We have time. And I wanted to have this connection with my father and kind of have an interesting podcast that's not planned as usual. And go down memory lane as father, son, and different things come to us. This is not really about always being focused on something that's bringing you down. Or like something happens today, and that's all right. Little things happen in life. But I so said, let's, let's do something fun. Let's do something different, change it up. I'm not worried about where we are, how much time went by, we're on our way home, but something different to relate on the podcast. Everything's spiritual, but maybe it's a different view on how you're looking at things. Um, cars are another thing. Cars are another thing. My, my first, well, I, I wouldn't consider my first car, but the first car I was driving was the Lincoln Town car. I remember, I think it was a boat. There's an airbag. The green one? Yeah. It rocked. And I remember the first thing I did, actually, when I drove to school after the uh, the test, and I was allowed to go to school, okay. I've had the, the cassette auxiliary, like I have in the, actually, I have it in Durango. And I plugged it in, I was playing Italian techno. Well, I actually went past Spring Deli, and I think someone saw it. Spring, I don't remember. But they, like, smiled, because... It was funny. They had Italian, music. Italian techno. So it was like dance music. And I had the windows down. So that was dangerous, right? Yeah. So it was pretty funny. Thinking about it now, it's like silly. But... Okay. And then the, the Honda. But working on the things that I'm grateful for that you gave me that maybe, well, you weren't able to, you had as a kid, and that played a part for me. You had dirt bikes, so that that also helped me enjoy my life as a kid and appreciate that, and that plays a part. It's like a ripple effect. Even though I I don't have certain things now because I, I sold them or moved on from it, it's not that I don't revisit it, but I play a part in that too because we worked on it together. The go-kart was a big thing. All real. Oh, really? It was actually, I mean, that was the first. The first part was uh, you were five. I was only five. I didn't. And I bought you a go-kart. Your mother thought I was crazy. If you told me that now, I thought you were crazy, but I didn't know it was five. I remember you asking if I, I actually remember you saying in the orchard we were taking a walk. You said, if I ever was over here, would I find myself home, be able to find myself back home? You said that to me, remember? Yeah. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, I didn't know what you were actually trying to ask me. And I said, yeah, I could do that. But I didn't know it was five. When I bought that, it was five. I was a big kid at five. I was in a hurry to even grow up. 
Well, that's exactly what the intention that I had in my head was until now. Oh, oh everything, I was in a rush. <laughs> Why are you in a rush? You want to hang out? Yeah. <laughs> well, we're hanging out now. <laughs> that's funny. But the dirt bikes, I remembered those. You, you and uh, the child of the people who ride them. The four-wheelers. And it's part of part of being a teen or you know growing up. I remember, you don't don't be out too late. Don't drive in the dark. It was a bunch of fun moments that we did. Jack's different. It's not his thing. Maybe he might change. He's, but he's, Jack, Jack's cool. These guys don't swap. Jack's too cool for us. Jack is too cool for us. Good. Hmm. I actually came across the photos. I was looking in the album really quick, and I didn't realize you took the picture of the Lincoln when you got it the same way I would take pictures of the cars or a car. It has an angle. It was actually, it looked like you took it at Bishop Dunn in the parking lot. It was brand new. It was a 94, 95. 93. 93. And you were down low, and you took a picture of it at an angle. That was before apps and photos. That was cameras. That was development. Real, real cameras. Real cameras. I was actually talking about that the other day because I printed some out. No one does that anymore. They just, we just kind of get stuck in this phone thing. We don't do. That's the bad thing. It's the phone thing. The photos are great, but you don't save them. Nobody looks at it. You know, right. Old photos and albums anymore. And I printed some out. And I had this moment of, wow, I. I should do this more often to save memories. Regardless. I said that just yesterday. I hate these phones. I never get to have pictures. Yeah. They're, all, they're in the phones. We're kind of used to kind of putting it in files in the background of a computer and saving the cloud. Oh, watch out for the cards. But I, I printed some out because I wanted to do certain things with them. And, when, yeah, I, I want to do this. So it's just interesting the fact that your generations that was that was everything. Developing and all the technology that was fast tracked over the years. It's faster and not you know, much better today. It's just you know, if you don't save them on a disk or you don't save them in the cloud, you lose them. I actually had well, I still have it, I don't put it as much as I did as a kid, but I had the, the memory box. And it's actually pretty interesting because I put stuff in there that I'll forget. And all of a sudden I come across it, I'm like, oh, let me look at there. And then I'll have all these revisiting of memories that it's funny or it's interesting how things turn out. But definitely, definitely record and have a good time. life. Save, appreciate. Things change. Things go back. Don't worry. I actually really liked pulling out the, the VHSs and watching Random Memories. That broke though. We still have tapes. Yeah, nobody does that anymore either, because they do a little video on their phone, and they, you don't even share them. You know, nobody really shares them. So yeah, depending on what the situation is, you're like, I don't want to share. Or we uh, we we don't talk to the person no more. They break up or family can delete it. I'm gonna be I'm bad. That's the thing. They get mad or we get mad. And then they delete everything, and they're gone. And all of a sudden, they're 
they're back in your life again, you wish to save them. That's the that's the new thing. But it's all different. It's okay. Technology is moving fast. But that's not always good. I think things are, are gonna be alright. It's gonna be like hiccups of realizing what what's happening and not taking it too far for it's not really ruined us, but still enjoy it. And that's what's gonna happen. Our generation's still gonna miss certain things and we're gonna go like, wow, check this out. Now they have the cameras on the app that imitate VHS the color in the nineties. How it came out. The weird um, yeah. yeah. You could do that on that, just to make it look like that. Make it look like the seventies. I don't know what that means, but uh, probably. <laughs> what else? What comes to your mind of a memory? Was well, it still food, or I remember sometimes, very rarely, you would just like be so into. Uh, it would be a very rare moment. The food was so good that you didn't know that you had too much already. Well, that happens. That happens to you too. Oh, delicious. It was like, I can't stop. I could only eat when I was drunk. I can't do that anymore. There was only one time, two times. <laughs> Three times. Three. I actually had a moment where I ordered myself a pizza, and there was only three slices left, and I said, well, I'm hungry. And if I, if I two more, I was like, you know, it's all right. It's one moment. <laughs> Forget about it after this and move on. But I had the whole pizza. And then I realized when I came home and started losing weight, that's that's what I looked like. I have the opposite problem of when, you know, um, some in, uh, individuals or people, they get, they're skinny. But they're not skinny as in bad, but they feel that they're still really big. They look at themselves in the mirror. They have this um, personal issue that they think they're bigger than they are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I have the opposite. I think I'm skinnier. Yeah, in the kitchen. You are. In the in the kitchen, people were like, you know, saying behind you, move. So I would lean over, like, to let them go by. But I really don't realize sometimes that I was much bigger than I was. So like, Joe, you gotta actually move. Sorry, I was like, oh, okay, sorry. But that was funny, because I really didn't realize until I saw videos and pictures of before I moved back home. So, well, how much time we got left? Probably got four books, man. But the moral of the story is why, Joe? Moral of the story is one, when there's a dull moment and you need to break away, take the opportunity to have an inspirational moment with the people you care about around you. And the other thing is, moral of the story, think about the past. Think about the present and the future, who you were, who you are, and where you're going, who who influenced you and why. So one of my influencers, my role models, my best friend is dad. I actually say that, like, uh, your birthday's coming up, but I would say, like, this is my best friend, dad. 
like you just like the story. Yeah. And other than the moral of this and what the point is, I want to uh, let everyone know that I've been advertising and showing on Facebook what's going on. I'm going to be more active on social media and being in more active on the Blog Talk radio page for different purposes. But we've got offers going on, so check out the news on the Facebook page. Also, be in tune for, be in tune, be in touch, be in tune with the readings we're offering. What the, uh, we're also doing a, a cool, why, why can't I find the word right now? So ridiculous. We're giving away, or I'm giving away, to one lucky winner. And it's posted on the Facebook page for one reading with me and also one free choice in addition to of either a life goal you like to work on, which we'll go in detail to choose that, or one free reading for a friend of yours to bring in to have done. So, again, we'll be more active. We're going to be more in touch. We're more available. We're not going to be, and I say we as in me, as in Shakti is also joining. It was kind of a little haywire with bringing an episode, then all of a sudden I couldn't do it, and the universe really just said, nope, not yet not yet, and then I have to go. So, anything can happen in life just as long as you know it's all going to be okay and everything is going to happen for a greater good. So stay in tune. We're going to be doing readings, new topics. The next one's going to be following not this one, because I want to follow with the last episode, which was the key to successfully manifesting. Why I'm going to do another one is because I successfully manifest it. So what I mean by that is I'm getting something that I know is mine and I'm really excited about it because I want to share it now, but I have to wait for them to publicly announce it, which I believe is going to happen in probably three three days or four days for them to post it. And again, it's not that they there's no connection. It's really just so that I can show everyone, look what I am talking about. And I'll help you again keys to manifesting. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. It's completely different. It helped us utilize the time and share a moment. And remember, there's much more to die than just what the feelings are. Have a good day, and this is the Millennial's Third Eye. Dear Heavenly uh, Spirit, Spirit, thank you. Uh, thank you for providing us with the direct port nitrous uh, injection. Four core intercoolers and ball bearing turbos and um, titanium valve springs. Thank you. Amen. Amen.